Entrepreneur on Fire 441. If you're prepared to ignite, there's only one place to go. Entrepreneur on Fire with your host, John Lee Dumas. You know you get those phone calls that are worth a thousand bucks? Never miss one again. Go to evoice.com and get $5 off every month for life when you enter promo code FIRE. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. Wish you could read your favorite book anywhere, anytime. Not always possible, but you can listen anywhere, anytime with audiobooks.com. Get your first book for free today. Go to audiobooks.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Grant Cardone. Grant, are you prepared to ignite? Dude, I ignited so long ago, I'm off this planet already. <laughs> Love it, Grant. Grant has authored four business books and customized sales training programs for Fortune 500 companies, small businesses, success-minded individuals, and entrepreneurs. As a highly sought-after international speaker, Grant tackles sales, marketing, branding, and entrepreneurship, outlining what people need to do to thrive in the new global economy. I've given our listeners just a little overview, Grant, so take a minute. Tell us about you personally, because we want to get to know you, then give us an overview of your business. Yeah, John, look, I'm a self-made guy. I came from Louisiana. Uh, I was greatly inspired by some losses in my life. My older brother died when I was 20. My father died when I was 10. And it really, somehow that ignited this fire, if you will, in me to do everything I can with the time that I do have. And uh, at 25 years old, I had not done so well in my life. I had basically, I was broke, um, not just financially broke, but also emotionally broken and starting to give up on myself when um, it was just a turnaround moment. It was that moment where I'm like, okay, you're either going to break and become nothing here or you're going to turn this thing around and become something that you that even you can be proud of. And the biggest disappointment in my life at that point was not just that I had let other people down, but I had let myself down. And I made a commitment at 25 to change my life, turn it around, and really get in charge of my own personal freedom. And so for the last 30 years now, I've just been on a search to make myself the best I can be, create companies that that attract great people and uh, create um, possibilities for myself, my friends, and my family, and my community that that I could be proud of. Well, Grant, you obviously have an amazing entrepreneurial journey, which we're going to dive into throughout this interview. But before we get into it, we do start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote, because Grant, we love getting that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Success is your duty, obligation, and responsibility. It comes from my book called The 10X Rule. I really approach success as a duty now, not as an option, as a responsibility and even an obligation that I have an obligation to myself, my family, my church, and my community to create success for myself. I've done both. I did the success thing. I'm doing that now in my life. And I've done the failing thing. I think we all have. And they're they're both um, journeys. They both have payoffs and they're both, they both can be painful and they both require energy. I choose today for success to be my duty, uh, not an option. 
So Graham, being an army guy for eight years, I love the word duty. So can you just dig a little deeper into success is your duty, that phrase right there, what it means to you and how our listeners, Fire Nation today, can apply it to their lives? I think duty is one of the highest motivators there, there is for people. Like if I can find my duty, my that thing, that purpose that I have in my life, that is something that people don't tire of, you know, and it's got so many different levels. The idea that I have a duty, an obligation, a responsibility is much bigger than money or a big house or a car. All those things are great. You know, a trophy is a great thing to have, but the truth is, once you have the trophy, you have the trophy. Duty is something that has infinite possibilities because it's got so many levels and it goes so deep and it's so rich with a push and a drive and a fire. Love that, Grant, because with me, duty always comes first and foremost. I wake up every morning knowing that I personally have a duty to my listeners, to Fire Nation, who wakes up, downloads an episode before they drive to work, before they hit the gym, before they take that dog for a walk, whatever they may be doing. And I think if the average entrepreneur can take that mindset and really look at it rather than just an option, but as a duty, that great things are going to come. And Grant, You've already shown that you're a very transparent guy and that you're going to share a lot with us today, which is so powerful because we here at Entrepreneur on Fire learn so much from stories. And I want you to tell us one of those now. I want you to tell us a story of a time in your journey when you failed, when you hit an obstacle or a challenge that you weren't sure you were going to be able to overcome, but obviously you did. Grant, take us to that moment. Take us to that story. Tell us that and then the lessons you learned. Yeah, that's easy. I was 29 years old and, and I decided to, to strike out on my own. I had an idea about how I would change the world of selling, how I would make selling, uh, uh, how to approach selling and sales profession, the sales profession in a different manner. And I wrote this concept and took it out to the marketplace. And it was, it was definitely not received well. It was ahead of its time, and it was denied by probably 99% of the people that I called on. And I was out cold calling companies around the country in almost every city, major city, and it was a disaster. And I, I remember coming home after, I don't know, I'd been on the road for about seven months, defeated, making less money than I'd ever made in my whole life, going through funds uh, and starting to give up. And I was literally sitting in Houston, Texas. I remember where I was at. I was having um, dinner, uh, watching every penny that I spent at that time, saying, look, I'm either going to quit and didn't know if I quit what I would do and didn't know what I would do if I would stay in the game. And I was begging, literally praying for signs of what to do, whether I throw in the towel now after seven months or do I dig in and figure this out. And I was getting my car to leave this place and I saw the license plates in front of me. It was one of these signs, you know, I I don't know, I guess I could have gone either way on it, but it was a, a license plate from Utah. And I took that as a sign that I was supposed to get in my car and drive to Utah and do one last uh, presentation there, a series of presentations. Went to Utah. It was a massive success. Uh, it was just a turnaround. It was just a moment. It was just, I think the lesson in that was just persist. You know, the miracle is going to happen for the person that's able to keep getting up and keep going at it one more time. And I don't think the license plate was as much a sign as it was just an inspiration for or a misdirection or whatever you want to call it uh, for me to give it one more shot. And it was that one more shot that really lit my career up. 
I love that story for so many reasons, Grant, because it points to persistence. I mean, yes, that license plate says Utah, but it could have said Michigan. It could have said Wyoming. Whatever it said that would have allowed you to continue to move forward and continue to persist along your goal, which you knew was an incredible opportunity for others. But again, you were ahead of your time, but persistence in the end paid off. And I love that theme here for Fire Nation. And can you kind of expound just a little bit about what you mean by ahead of its time? Well, in this case, I was teaching people, uh, particularly I was teaching an industry. This is later expanded to other industries. But at that time, I was trying to crack the automobile industry and show them new ways to handle their customers. This is pre-internet. This is before you know, a customer could go and get any information they wanted from any source. Um, this is 30 years ago, keep in mind. So I was telling automobile dealers billions of dollars. I mean, these guys make a tremendous amount of money around the world um, to change the way they do business. When you tell people that are making money to change what they're doing, it, it's a hard sell. Um, and so I was a bit ahead of my time. I think even more importantly, though, it was my presentation was just a little off. Even though a person might have a presentation that's, that's ahead of its time or a product or an idea, you just have to figure out how to back it up a little bit to communicate to, to the listener in order that they can have what you're, what you're basically presenting. So it wasn't as much, even though I was a bit ahead of my time, the real missing link was I was just communicating a little bit too much of where I wanted to go as opposed to what people could actually have and accept. So Grant, you're just sharing a lot of great information right now, and we're going to dive to the other end of the spectrum, the aha moment that you definitely have had multiple times throughout your journey. But before we get there, I really would just love for you to boil it down for Fire Nation. Really just share with us one great takeaway from this experience of challenge and failure that you had early on in your career. The pieces, and there's going to be a lot of challenges. Look, if you're not getting challenged, you're not in the game. If you're not scared, you know, I asked a guy the other day, I said, you're scared. He's like, I'm not scared of anything. I said, then, brother, you need, you need to change where you're hanging out because right. if you're not scared, that means you're doing something that you're so comfortable with. There is no payoff. And so for me, it's been about really when I'm most excited, most on purpose, most on this duty line that you and I talked about earlier, it's when I'm going out into maybe some uncharted waters, figuring out a new presentation, talking about new products, meeting new investors, stretching, really finding out what are the possibilities. And, and that's, where, that's where you get to really meet your full potential. I don't think you get to meet it with your old friends or in just your neighborhood or just your living room. You got to stretch out and really get out to, to be a little uncomfortable most of the time. Nope, that's a great takeaway and something that I love talking about here in Entrepreneur on Fire is that pushing the envelope, putting yourself in an uncomfortable situation, that's how you know that A, you're going to fail. And if you're failing, you know that you're just putting yourself one step closer to success because you're going to learn from those great failures. And Grant, now it is time to move to the other end of the spectrum because again, you're a great storyteller. You share with us an amazing story and a lot of wonderful takeaways came from that. But let's talk about an, a light bulb moment, an aha moment that you've had at some point in your journey. And really tell us that story, Grant, and the steps that you took after having that aha moment to turn it into a success. God, man, there's been so many of them. I think the most recent one was uh, when the Lehman collapsed in 2008. Yeah. 
I was in Los Angeles, California. I li- I, li- I was at the time my wife and I we didn't have any children at that time. This is just what four and a half years ago, five years ago. And uh, Lehman had collapsed. I think that was a Tuesday. I still see pictures in my head of the the, the guys unloading boxes after working at Lehman for twenty years. They're taking their boxes out because they've been told the company's, you know, destroyed. And my wife was, she's an actress. And she said to me, what does this mean? Because it was very dramatic and and traumatic for the world. And the economy's about to implode on itself. And I said, look, this either means we're going to go broke, busted, uh, because it's going to get ugly and severe. Nobody knew how severe at this point. And or it means we're going to expand. But either way, I told my wife, either way, you're not going to see me as much. Because this is the opportunity of our lifetime. Because during these kind of expansions, these are like every happen every 15 or 20 years. People are either made or they're broken completely. These aha moments you talk about, these big turning points in, in economies where, where both little guys like me and you, we, you know, we have a chance to really go do something big or we're provided with all the excuses we need to never do anything again. And so the Lehman collapsed and the next two years of economic implosion and contraction gave me an opportunity. One, I wrote a book that weekend. It took three hours to write my first book called Seller Be Sold. And I think it was the, I think it was all this pressure being put on this piece of coal, me, Grant Cardone, that had been sitting there without enough pressure because the economy had been good prior to this, there was no pressure. So when Lehman collapsed, it, it, it provided the right amount of pressure and fear and concern and necessity level to really, really uh, turn me and my potential into what it needed to be. I wrote my first book and then would follow that up with three more books. I'm working on a fifth book right now. But it allowed me to really find myself. In three hours, I finished my first book and it had take me, taken me 51 years to start writing. Wow, Grant, I love a lot of things that you shared in there. One thing that I pulled out is that once every 15 to 20 years, there are opportunities. There are these aha moments that can be taken advantage of. And you said something along the lines of that guys like you and I can either go out and do something big, like this is a great chance, or on the alternative, we have the excuses, all the excuses we need to do absolutely nothing. And so often, so many people choose to do absolutely nothing. They let the fear paralyze them. And these wonderful opportunities just float on by. And Grant, my question to you is, again, let's boil this down because you're sharing so many nuggets in each of these segments. One takeaway for Fire Nation, if you had to really pull it out, what would that be? Your biggest opportunities are in those moments of confusion and contradiction and and conflict and problems when the world is going crazy you know when there's a wreck on the side of the road and everybody's slowing down to rubberneck that is your opportunity to get ahead of the traffic mm-hmm. see these conflicts and these moments and 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 they're endless they've been happening for thousands of years this is why the rich get richer during these moments the companies that do the best and the entrepreneurs that are most successful and the wealthy that get wealthier it's not because there's some kind of conspiracy against the little people it's because they're so focused on where they're going they don't rubberneck they see these moments as opportunities. They stay on the field and they continue to advance the ball while everybody else is becoming a spectator. So I think the biggest takeaway is, look, be on the field at all time. Be on offense at all time. Advance the ball every possibility and don't be a spectator. Spectators buy the tickets 
and the players cash in. Love that, Grant. And you've obviously had a ton of situations and successes in life where you truly have cashed in. My question to you is, have you had an I've made it moment? Yeah, you know, but but they're all illusions, man. I mean, come <laughs> on. You know, who's who's made it really? Because because if you're if you're chasing your potential and successful people are chasing potential, they're not chasing what they did yesterday. That's not chasing anything. It's going backwards. It's looking in the past. I, I'm interested in my potential. That's where my duty lives to fulfill my potential. And if I don't do that, I feel like I'm betraying myself, my family, my church, whatever you consider to be spiritual. If I'm not going after my full potential that I've been endowed with, then I'm going to be disappointed. And I think that's where a lot of people's depression and demotivation comes from, the sense that they know their potential. The individual knows they have more potential than they're using, and that causes some grief and sadness and introversion that's unnecessary. Grant, I am totally in line with your answer here. And that's exactly why I asked this specific question, because every one of my guests answers it differently. And I truly do find it fascinating. And the reason why I love and am in line with your answer is because you are about that gradual realization of a worthy ideal. And to me, when I read that definition of success, that success is a gradual realization of a worthy ideal, it really clicked with me because I am such a believer that there's no reaching the finish line and saying, okay, I'm done wiping my hands. Now it's time to go sit in a chair somewhere and just smile. Like that's never going to be success. Success is truly, in my opinion, that gradual realization of a worthy ideal working towards something. And that word worthy is really important because it needs to be a worthy ideal and the gradual realization of that as you're working towards it. So We're definitely on the same page there, Grant. I love your passion, your drive, and that's going to bring us to present times right now because you have a lot of exciting things going on. You're currently working on a book. You're doing some great speaking engagements. You're an entrepreneur on fire. Share with our listeners right now one or two things that are just really exciting you today. I just finished shooting a TV show, six episodes of a TV show after I've done three shows I did a show called Turnaround King. Nat Geo bought the show, but I didn't have enough control over it and then was hired to do two other shows that didn't make TV, but um, came to my wife and said, you know what? I'm done with these yahoos in you know, California that think they know how to do TV. I'm going to do my own TV show. Can you expound on that a little bit, Grant? Can you say why you were so frustrated with those guys? Because, because they, they, they waste time, they waste money, and they're just making TV, so they're not... Uh, they, they're missing. For me, I want to do a business show that's entertaining, exciting, and educational. And they just want to do TV. They don't really care what it is, but I'm focused on what story I want to tell. And they're focused on making TV. So, And they think that they, it takes 100 people to shoot a TV show. I mean, I shot six episodes in the same period of time it would take them to shoot a teaser reel. And Because I understand business and I understand what happens in business and I understand how entertaining and educational it can be to really tell the stories about the challenges of the entrepreneur, the business owner, the person trying to make a move, the person is stuck and can't make a move. So we just shot that six episodes. Uh, I think the most exciting thing about it is is I'm going to use the 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 destruction, if you will, that's going on in Hollywood and the Internet between those two 
avenues that are conflicting right now. And I'm confident that I'm going to either sell this show to one of the major networks or to a Netflix or Yahoo and really make a big splash with it and really do something different in TV. Even though I don't have any experience in TV, I know I can make a difference there. That experience is not the key. It's to believe that you can and then be willing to push all your chips and energy and resources all in and then persist and see that thing through. So I'm very, very excited about that. I'm also excited because uh, my other business, uh, one of my businesses is real estate. And similar to this TV idea, I I didn't know anything about real estate when I started buying it. And uh, just knew that it was a smart thing to do. I'm talking about apartment buildings now. Very entrepreneurial. Uh, It's a tremendous way to create wealth for somebody that's interested in doing that. And so I have the target to build a billion-dollar real estate portfolio in this lifetime, which will be quite a stretch. (laughs) Well, hey, you need to have stretch goals, Grant. Otherwise, how are you ever going to reach them? So those are both very exciting things you have going on. I'm really looking forward to seeing where you take the TV side of it and also the real estate side of it as I definitely have an appreciation and a love for real estate. It was a career of mine for over four years, both in residential and commercial. And the opportunities are immense in both of those industries. So definitely best of luck to you, Grant, and we'll be tracking. No, I I know you will be. And just for the entrepreneur out there, if you have a business that's not in real estate, just, you know, you could take randomly take the top 50 wealthiest people that you admire and you're going to see you're going to see real estate somewhere in their portfolio over time. I'm not talking about homes now. I'm talking about real estate that provides income. Everyone should be thinking like that. I believe that the apartment building multifamily uh, sector will prove to be the single best investment in the United States over the next 25 to 50 years. You heard it here first, Fire Nation. Love that attitude, Grant. And let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Do you have a great new business book on the reading list, but wondering when you'll find time to actually start reading it? Why not listen instead? Audiobooks.com has allowed me to listen to some amazing books while working out, driving, and biking around town. All you have to do is download audiobooks to your Apple or Android device for offline listening or stream them instantly. You can even listen from your PC or tablet. Another great thing about audiobooks.com is their massive selection. You'll find great business titles like The 4-Hour Workweek, Crush It, Utility, and many more. And with their industry-leading bookmarking technology, you can switch between devices without losing your place. Not sure which book would be right for you? No worries. Audiobooks.com even offers free sampling so you can preview as many books as you like. Sign up today and get your first book for free by going to audiobooks.com slash fire. I don't receive a ton of phone calls here at Entrepreneur on Fire, but when I do, they're important ones. For example, if I agree to do a joint venture, I always like to get on the phone and chat with a person to learn more about them. But with how crazy my schedule can get sometimes, I'm simply not always by my phone. Sure, someone can easily hit my voicemail and leave me a message, but it's not very professional, nor do I always see it right away. And I'm big on response time, especially if it means a missed opportunity. That's why I rely on eVoice to transcribe my voicemails and send them directly to my inbox. Even if my phone isn't right next to me, I'm still guaranteed to see the message come through my email, and then it's really easy for me to jump on the line and call the person back. 
Want to experience the same efficiency for your business? Go to evoice.com, enter FIRE at checkout for $5 off every month forever. That's evoice.com, promo code FIRE. And this is just a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is, the lightning rounds. Because this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation style, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I love it. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Well, a lot of the people that were surrounded by me, friends and family were holding me back because every time I went to make a move, they would tell me, be careful. And be careful is not the attitude you want. You want to be dangerous. Uh, My four-year-old daughter, if you tell her to be careful today, she will say, oh, I'm going to tell Papa right now. Papa says, don't be careful. Be (laughs) dangerous. I love that. When I have kids, I'm going to definitely say, all right, honey, make sure you're dangerous tonight. <laughs> yeah. You know what? You, you, you don't get hurt when you're dangerous. You get hurt when you're careful. It's when you start getting careful and start protecting yourself and worrying. And this is what friends and family typically do. They're interested in your best well-being. But the truth is the entrepreneur is not interested in their well-being. They're interested in the attainment of their potential. And you can't attain your full potential by being careful. That's an introversion. Love that, Grant. What is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received was not to hang around average people. I was given this advice when I was 25 years old. And the guy says, what are you doing hanging around these average guys? And, and it just blew me. And then he walked away. And that has stuck with me now for 30 years. I don't want to do average things anymore. I, I want to be around exceptional people. And the old saying is, you know, I can tell how much money you have by your five best friends. Well, the truth is I can tell how big a life you're, you're living by your five best friends too. And, and if they're average, average thinking, uh, I mean, who wants average? You know, can you imagine Hey, let's go to an average movie this week. They got average writers. They put together some average, you know, uh, actors. It's an average storyline. Who would go to that? We got average seats. So I think the best advice I was ever given in the lightning round was, hey, man, don't hang around average people. Love it. Jim Rohn so famously said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And wow, is that true? So, Grant, can you share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success? I'm constantly learning. I'm, I constantly write down my goals. I write my goals down twice a day. I write them down in the morning. I write them down at night. That has been probably one of the single best things I've done over 30 years is continue to stay focused on my goals. I, I don't put them on a computer. They're not on a some kind of board that I just look at. I rewrite my goals every morning and every night. Boom. Do you have an internet resource grant like an Evernote that you're just in love with you can share with our listeners? I absolutely love Twitter. I'm at Grant Cardone on Twitter. I use it up to 20 times a day, sometimes 25 times a day. Absolutely, absolutely love Twitter as a way to communicate with people I know and don't know. Yeah, I think you should try to get some more followers too. I think you're only at 250,000 right now. <laughs> you have no idea how, how disappointed I am with that number. Well, that's probably the reason why you're going to get to a million because you're having yeah. audacious goals. Yeah. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything we're chatting about in today's episode by going to eofire.com slash Grant Cardone and help him on his quest to a million Twitter followers at Grant Cardone. Grant, if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be? 
Battlefield Earth by L. Ron Hubbard. It's a science fiction book. It's about a guy that saves the planet. And it was, this book is so unbelievable. It's the biggest book I've ever read. And it was the most exciting book that literally every page kept me completely hooked. Love it. And let's hear a couple of your books so Fire Nation can go and track those down. Oh, well, the 10X Rule. The 10X Rule is a book about how much action a person would have to take and how to build an action plan to 10X their goals. Uh, The first book I ever wrote was called Sell or Be Sold, which is a sales book for all people, not just salespeople. Uh, And then there's another book called uh, If You're Not First, You're Last which is a book about how to fill your pipeline up so that it one day pukes success on your lap. Mm -hmm. And then there was a book called The Closer Survival Guide, which is a book on negotiating and closing transactions. Love it. Well, Fire Nation, all of these will be linked up on the show notes page. And I know you love audio. So if you want the audio version of this book for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. It's a gift from audiobooks to Fire Nation listeners. And Grant, this next question is the last question of the lightning round, but boy, is it a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would make a list of the most important people on this new planet and do everything I can to make contact with them and find out what those people need and that I'm their guy to help them get what they want. Grant, I have just so enjoyed hearing your journey, hearing your stories that you tell so eloquently about the failures and the challenges and the obstacles, and then the aha moments and the opportunity that you saw and seized, your takeaways for Fire Nation, they were all so inspiring. And let's just wrap this up by you giving Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Dude, look at John. I really appreciate what you're doing. Your, your commitment. To, you, you're the you're the example. I mean, if people would just follow the example you're doing, you make yourself known. You're you're sharing with people. You're giving great resources. Uh, anybody can do what you're doing. Anybody can do what I'm doing. Anybody can do their duty. And if your duty, if your duty is not fulfilling you right now. It's probably not your duty. So if, if you just find out that thing that really inspires you, that gets you excited, that you're willing to, you know, tire yourself out on, you're willing to do the, the, the ugly, dirty stuff that nobody else. And as long as a person finds that, they're going to be lit up. And then and then lastly, just, pr- you know, make sure that you're providing yourself with the tools and surrounding yourself with information that keeps you inspired enough so that you can stay on that path. And what's the best way that Fire Nation can find you? You can find me at grantcardone.com, and they can also get a newsletter from me free at cardonesuccess.com. Love that, Grant. And I could not agree with you more. Anybody could do what I'm doing. Anybody could do what you're doing if they just look at it as a long game and come at it with tenacity, persistence, and passion, and truly work hard, because that's what it comes down to, and that's what both you and I have demonstrated can lead to success. And Grant, Fire Nation is well aware that all of these gems that you shared today 
are waiting for them at eofire.com. They can just click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives or just enter Grant into our wonderful search bar, Fire Nation, and his show notes page will pop right up. And Grant, I just want to thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thanks, John. Fire Nation, do you have the motivation and drive it takes to turn your passion into a viable business, but you're stuck at square one? Navigating the entrepreneurial world is tough. That's why we've come up with an exclusive email series to help. It's called The Fire Path, where your passion and our guidance unite. Just visit thefirepath.com to sign up today and you'll receive our weekly emails packed with startup tips for any business. Ignite. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. Ignite. 